0: Show. This is where we warm up for let's watch a full length movie on YouTube. If you're listening to this, the feed fucked up and we had to put the backup copy on. <laughs> if things happen, we can fuck up. Sure. Yeah. It's part
1: of human nature.
0: It's part of Mutiny Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, looking forward to it so I'm going to do some research next week and uh, final yeah. movies are being released on Christmas day this year and see if there's a movie that I hadn't covered in the last three years and then I'll create a playlist and we'll just watch it together
1: now what day is this is it the 29th because
0: no no it's before no. That. okay uh, get ready uh, okay my friend uh, <clears throat> 23rd alright hang on a sec. i I'm going to tell you when and then you'll go alright uh, okay okay uh, Now.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to LWAFL, M-O-Y-T, La Wafla episode 132 on December 16. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Today, we are watching a current film uh, from 1935. It is The Nightlife of the Gods.
2: 1935. Where's that scene?
1: Oh Hi, this is Carl. Uh, I'm Mike's friend. I wrote this song. Uh, my turn-ons are satin sheets, the way champagne yeah, tickles my nose. Uh, I love to peek outdoors. Listen, you should follow me on Twitter.
0: What an angelic choir that is. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl, a.k.a. on your RSS feeds as L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's where you can find us on iTunes and all of those wonderful podcasting. Platforms. Platforming. And check out Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com. It's current. It has all the movies up to date. Oh, great, Mike. Yeah, I know. I was a busy beaver this week. We're (laughs) going to, as the title says, we are letting us watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie?
1: Today, we are watching The Night Life of the Gods. The Night Life of the Gods, 1935. Uh That's what you should put in your search.
0: Okay, I'm going to go search it, but is there Day and Night for Gods? Um, yes, there is day and night for God. Yeah. Oh, right. Well, that's interesting. So the sun—they revolve around the sun. Um, well, um,
1: <laughs> no, the sun revolves around the Earth because these are Greek gods.
0: Okay. Carl, why is back? the sky blue? Why is the sky blue? But why is the sky blue? Yeah.
1: It is not a reflection of the ocean, like I was told by my lying parents when I was a kid.
0: Oh yeah, you never let that go, did you? <laughs> All right, so hang on. Uh, Look, we, uh, if you
1: don't know, Dad. Just you don't know,
0: right? You know, it's funny. It's like I was thinking about. Well, whatever the the phrase "douchebag" and "scumbag." I didn't know that they were different. <laughs> I just thought they were equal. I thought a scumbag was a douchebag. Really? Because one's man-made and one's made by the creator. One made man for women. Okay, so uh, <laughs> let's go to Nightlife of the Gods, 1965. You type that into YouTube. No, who's 35? 35, 35. 35. Holy crap! And <laughs> yeah, uh, who's 36. hosting this movie? What uh, um, channel? Okay, so I like the one.
1: <clears throat> I don't know. is an Asian. It's it's ten. Okay. T-E-N-G-U space D-I-N-G
0: Tengu movie, alright, alright and what we're going to do is we'll have a countdown we want you to go watch this movie and hang out with us listen to our yeah. podcast at the same time that's the full experience that's the joke
1: let me just say it one more time go to the search, Nightlife of the Gods not the Nightlife, just Nightlife of the Gods 1935 you will find Tengu Ding D-E-N-G-U-D-I-N-G.
0: Okay, so by this point, we're all queued up. We press start, and we hit pause, and so the pause is zero, zero, zero. So why don't we get the cursor on top of the triangle? And we're very honored to have in the studio uh, the fabricated voice of Paul Brumbaugh. Go ahead, Paul. Give us the (laughs) countdown. Okay. Get your fingers hovering over that play button in three,
1: two, one. Go.
0: All right. Nice, quiet <laughs> 1930s movie intro.
1: Usually what? you do the sound at first.
0: Yeah, well, here we have the Universal Pictures uh, logo from 1935, which is a model. Computer graphics. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Forward. Once upon a time, a famous author named Thorne Smith wrote a book and conceived a moment of delirious.
1: Four years earlier.
0: Four oh. years earlier. Once oh. upon a time. Wow! So that's a recent book. A moment of delirious delirium, and written in a cuckoo clock. First chapters convince us he was crazy. <laughs> crazy. The ensuing doubt that left possibly we were. So we leave you to enjoy this new and completely mad type of whimsical humor on the screen. Whimsical. Stop rattling cellophane. Cell phones. No, it says cell phones. No, take off Sunny's shoes. Wow, that's a. This movie sucks, is what they're trying to say.
1: Well, yeah, they're trying to lighten it up before you get there. But the movie doesn't suck. It's okay. The only thing is, they employed that it was all a dream thing.
0: Did you just that ruin we the ate. ending?
1: Carl? No, it, it, you they fucker. ruined the ending. No, you they ruined the ruined fucking the
0: ending. ending. It's but all so, a good
1: dream. No, right in the beginning, you know that because you see the he gets hit in the head, and you see the stuff.
0: So that's more of a concussion I, than a dream. I didn't.
1: Do you understand it. how
3: dreaming
0: works?
1: It. <laughs> it, look at this: the players with the spotlight on it.
0: I know it's very crazy.
1: The there was a guy of note here. I mean, the cast. They, it's just so long ago. Oh, he was in Whoopsie Doopsie Boops. Really? You know, it's so old that you don't know. Okay, this the the main guy, Hunter Hawk, he was in the Flying Nun in sixty nine, he was in the Beverly Hillbillies in sixty eight, he was in the Man from Uncle in sixty six.
0: Oh, I like this guy. Yeah, I'm sure he his... played like the old Dapper guy in those those sitcoms. <laughs> he was in Teddycoat Junction. He was in Mike Hammer. Oh. TV series, 1958. Dude, this guy it must like George rock. Burns. He must rock a suit that he wore <laughs> since the 30s, and they said, we just like your style. Come on, old man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: now we're it's raining explosions, Uh-oh. and everyone's acting like it's weather.
0: Yeah. Well, I do like old movies that look like plays. There they are they're playing chess. Only white pieces back then. They were very racist.
1: Excuse me, Mrs. Boss Yes, dummy It's raining explosions What should be done? Nothing, can't do nothing about explosions They do for themselves
0: Wait, raining explosions? Explosions, yeah It's raining cats and bombs (laughs) Now
1: here's our Typical butler guy
0: Uh, uh, Yes, sir, yes
1: do you, you, know the you typic- watch these old movies and you think that everybody has their own Oh, absolutely! they Especially used in the to 30s. always just show rich people well, it's a great it's depression
0: you look at these movies they're all rich <laughs> yeah that's how you know it was the depression right they're, they're super crazy and rich
1: of course unfortunately it is not the depression yet it's 1935 and the
0: depression Wait, was when is, oh yeah okay yeah, 39 right 39 no yeah. was it 29 so these, the great crash uh, Hang on, let me get my John Steinbeck. I was just
1: a little kid. I don't remember. Yeah.
0: I mean, come on. I was like, you know, I was only negative X back then. I remember. I would
1: go to mom. What's wrong with daddy? It's just like he's a. He's lost
0: everything.
1: <laughs> get back in your cage.
0: What happened to daddy? He's he's still swimming in your grandfather's sack. It's nineteen thirty three. <laughs> go back to sleep. Is.
1: His douchebag? No.
0: No. Not his douchebag. That's man-made. No wait, That's made for women. And the other one was also. How can you say that?
1: So now we're learning that there's, you know, we learned from their discussion that there's a eccentric scientist kind of guy out in the back shed sort of thing. He's got his own room out there, his little building carriage house. And this is like the gardener, and he's like, I'll not be the father in law to that guy. And
0: oh, so the explosion is from the mad scientist in the WC closet. Right. <laughs> oh, I can't tell you my comedy routine in 1933. You know how I do uh-huh. a bit when people say ATM machine? I go, come on. That's redundant. I do the same bit with the WC closet. Oh, yeah, because yeah. it's a closet. It's a closet. It's just been redundant. <laughs> I don't like when things are redundant. I'm okay with ATM machine or PIN number. It's all right. You I think
1: they call it... Oh, no, they used to call it Mac
0: machine. Those days are over. Mac machine. That takes me back.
1: Yeah. That was like when it first came out. Because it was automatic. <laughs> okay, so... Now the little kid is complaining, my friends are making fun of me and he's like basically being a dick and the older sister is jibing him. They said he's I'm gonna lose my he's gonna blow my brains out. Well they're being generous.
0: <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stuff like that. So what do you so you've seen this movie as you know the premise of this show? Yeah. Uh Carl does do the research and has seen this movie, and me being a She's professional, that. as you can hear from my voice, I just don't bother. <laughs> so, but you seen this movie? Can you just just tell? Get to the end. Is this a good movie?
1: This is not a sucky
0: movie. Okay. It
1: would have been a great movie if they didn't do the dream thing, but they did. Now this movie's trying too hard to be cutesy, cutesy. But since we're not from that era. We don't know it. Okay, so they're all talking about him behind his back. He's up there in the rafters, and they're like, saying he's,
0: hey, got, he's a crazy, and we have to endure this. He's got and like a then the Peter Parker name, right? He's like Hunter Harrison or Hawk. something. Hawk. Hunter Hawk. Hunter Hawk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's because,
1: a, as absolutely a uh, Peter he had, Parker.
0: His childhood pet was named Hunter, and he lived on uh, Hawk Street. Hawk Street yeah.
1: <laughs> so who isn't a hawk in, Is like is it illegal to hunt a hawk right shoot it with a bow and arrow
0: not back then that was good eats <laughs> yeah in depression era yeah they've suspended the rules do you know why Bruce Willis was called Hudson Hawk the car no why because that's the breeze that comes off the Hudson into New Jersey that's the hawk oh is it yeah really you well how did he know he was in Montclair State College that's very far from the city yeah that's right back when he was Bruno Willis <laughs> was <he> really <laughs> I told you the story I was working at one of those uh, catering boutiques uh, in New Jersey yeah and yes. my maitre d worked with Bruce Willis and had nothing but bad things to say about the way he waited.
1: <laughs> yeah I think maybe you did tell me about that <laughs>
0: I mean, this was like.
1: Could it be he didn't care?
0: Hard right? had just come out. He was like, "That Bruce yeah. Willis doesn't know how to clear a table.
1: <laughs> He's not going to get very far in
0: life." Oh no, he is not going to get promoted to head waiter. That is for sure.
1: I remember the most, the greatest thing ever was you telling me that when these people were like chatty, 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 chatty. When the whole thing was over, it's time to go home used to start serving
0: them decaf. <laughs> right, yeah. That's great. Yeah, we uh and, and So
1: I, now yeah. um Hudson Hawk, no, no, uh Hunter Hawk. Hunter Hawk has revealed that he's heard them all. They're talking stuff about him like he got never got married and thank goodness for some lucky young girl, stuff like that. <laughs> They were trying to divvy up his inheritance. They figured he exploded himself. Oh, I see. And so now he's kicking them all out, except for his favorite uh, aunt. No, sir, niece or something like that.
0: You know, it was lucky for a woman that he didn't marry, but it was unlucky for the fleshlight he keeps under his bed mattress. <laughs> uh, back in
1: 1935, you used to make your own fleshlight.
0: Oh, really? That was Yeah, the- you
1: would. Mm-hmm.
0: Wasn't that part I'll of the New of Deal, Roosevelt's New Deal? Yeah. <laughs> American Let's man. What's like in every pot? Vital man. Don't let your seed go to seed. <laughs> not a chicken in every pot. No, not a chicken. That's not chicken. Tastes like chicken. Doesn't taste it like chicken. Tastes like chicken. It's hawk. Ah, hawk. I in recently every
1: pot. had. I recently had quail. It's a mini chicken. I, Why wait. bother?
0: It's a baby chicken no 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 oh yes carl you ate a baby chick do you son of a bitch you ever have chicken veal chicken veal no tell me more about chicken veal
1: well it's just those little you know the chicks the chicks it's very funny seeing somebody eat a drumstick
0: well i'm health conscious i only eat turkey veal
1: we don't have a is it a turkey chick
0: it is, yeah, and ground up to taste like It's a baby turkey Ground up to taste like a baby cow It's, it's a lot healthier
1: <laughs> Yeah, right, I'm having a turkey burger
0: <laughs> That is kind of dumb Okay, he just so fell down
1: ne- Now they're doing Did he fall?
0: I yeah, mean, I think so Black Okay, white so now out. you'll
1: start to see The effect And they really like drift water Into a Into oh, a bowl of yeah. water and did it out of focus
0: yeah, so that's they're superimposing uh, water drippings.
1: Right, and it looks—it's a good. Of, have, I could be wrong because you see stars. Maybe it's just way out of focus.
0: Uh, so is he in Oz now?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're in their regular place, and he's acting like himself. Okay, so there was um. There were a bunch of movie reviews of 1935 that I read, and they talk about the ending, which I won't ruin for you. But then the one for Variety talks about the It Was All a Dream thing. They tacked that on. They went and they showed the film, and people had their reactions, and they tacked that on.
0: Oh, probably because it's a bad ending. And they said, no, we invested in these characters.
1: Well, the thing is, it's a really good ending, in my opinion, for what this film is. I don't know why they did it. Now, some of the modern-day movie reviewers were talking about the censored board back then. And apparently, this book goes very far sexually. And, of course, they couldn't do
0: that. Right. And they
1: were trying to say this tacked on... It was all a dream. Thing was servicing that. I don't know. I don't get it. But it
0: was all a wet dream. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's all a wet dream. <laughs> I really don't think they needed that vehicle, and I don't know why they did it. But they threw it on after the movie was in the
0: can. So this, they're beating up a dog. That dog, by the way, is, uh, still speaks at Hollywood events. <laughs> he he wasn't a drinker
1: though. I, I, you recently read that book. Oh, yeah. About Hollywood dogs who drink,
0: right? Uh, right, Hollywood dogs that drink. I recommend that book. And this dog, he was just into heroin. <laughs>
1: so if this dog isn't covered, what dogs were in the book?
0: He, he was fed pet pills. <laughs> That's
1: right. Yeah, he had, wait, pet pills, pet pills? I mean, I, was there any revelations? I mean, are there any famous dogs in that book? I mean, that we would
0: oh. know of. Oh well, yeah. Funny you should mention it. I did read Hollywood Dogs that drink, who drink, and uh, there was a lot of famous dogs. Uh, Snoopy was a huge alcoholic, which was uh, crazy because he was animated. I, but he, yeah, to, I
1: think we saw it coming though, being an alcoholic,
0: Snoopy. Oh yeah, you know, he used to lie in his uh, doghouse because he was hungover.
1: With his
0: big belly looking at this guy. Oh! His ears are flapping over the other side of the house. Fucking hug over he that. Start
1: hallucinating, he was flying.
0: You know, he would imagine this little bird that would be flying around him to get the DTs.
1: But I heard Lassie was in the
0: book. Lassie was a famous Hollywood dog, but he was a really mean drunk, and he just wanted his solitude. And I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but he was hanging out at the Formosa Bar on Hollywood Boulevard, and he had his own private booth, the Lassie booth, and the bartenders knew to keep him away, but the phone would always ring at the bar. And one Mm. time the bartender picked up the phone, and he goes, "Uh uh-huh, who are you looking for? No, there's no Lassie. And he lied, and he hung up the phone, and he turned to Lassie, he said, Lassie, on the phone, that was your family. They want you to come home.
1: Lassie, <laughs> come home! Lassie was not very classy.
0: No, he was not classy. He was unclassy Lassie.
1: But he wasn't rude or obnoxious. Wasn't there a rude obnoxious
0: Well, decades Hollywood later, I don't know if you've ever seen Beethoven, but that talk oh, was the right. opposite of Lassie. He was just a loud, obnoxious drunk, mean drunk. He would slap your drink out of your hand and he would go... Ba 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 Beethoven. <laughs> and the, you know that scene in Beethoven where he uh shakes on his, the bed? Yeah, he jumps on the bed and he's completely shakes wet dog it. and he shakes his, his all the wetness out. Completely improvised. <laughs> he was supposed to he was supposed to hug Charles Groden and he was like, fuck that, it wasn't a really bad move.
1: Yeah, yeah. Come on, we got to reshoot. Nah, you're keeping that. I'm going to my trailer.
0: (laughs) I'm going to fuck this bitch. That was his words, not mine.
1: (laughs) But you, you know, it's something about dogs. I guess it's just you know they can say fuck that bitch and it's not offensive.
0: Oh no, yeah, yeah. Dogs can say it. (laughs) Yeah, dogs can say it. So, okay, now
1: our scientist has made a very, very useless uh, invention. And the thing is, I can see true practical applications of it in our world, but I don't know. This guy Thorne, Thorn Smith, he wrote this book. I, I don't want to ruin it. You'll see in a minute, but he's all right. He's going to his annoying family now, and he's talking about his invention without revealing what it is.
0: Now, I know Thorne Smith because I have seen the Topper movies, which were probably... Uh-huh. Have you ever seen Topper? Mm-hmm.
1: I've no, I I know what you're talking about, but I I don't know. It sounds familiar. I'm not sure.
0: Well, all right. Are you familiar with Nick and Nora? Those i uh, uh, Again, that's mysteries. just a familiar name. So there was a, a movie series called The Thin Man, and it was about this couple that solved mysteries.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, I've seen those movies.
0: Yeah, and they were very dapper and charming, and drank a bit. And Topper was the idea of this kind of sophisticated couple. You know, the guy was wearing a top hat. And they get into a car accident and they die and they're ghosts. And as ghosts, they help out, like, modern day people. Modern being 1872 or whatever the hell. (laughs) 1930s. And they were a bunch of Topper movies. And so, I guess, off the name of Topper, they said, Hey, from the hilarious... (laughs) author of Topper, comes a hilarious movie. It's so hilarious. Our preface says it's hilarious. (laughs) I do that in my own shows, Carl. I have a little uh, screen I put up, and then I run a scroll, and it says, Mike Spiegelman is really funny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's so funny we wrote that in there. Oh, yeah. Okay, now here comes the, he's got two rings. One is a zapper ring, and the other ring undoes it.
0: It unnails the toll the, the The bell
1: Now he's He's bragging and bragging And talking around his invention Without telling anybody what it is And we're about to find out
0: Okay, let's take a listen No, a thousand
1: times No, no He's saying I'm not afraid
0: Observe
1: Okay, watch
4: Ma He did it Now, what did he do, Mike? Just like a
1: Stony.
2: Touch him, he man. got stoned. He has... Yeah,
0: he got stoned. <laughs> he turned
1: himself to stone.
0: Wow. Look at her. She's, like, grabbing his abs. Now, this is... Now, look, he's gonna... He's such a
1: rotten little kid that... He's not really a kid, right? What is he, 18 or something?
0: Oh, that guy? He's 47.
1: He's horrible, uh, little wretch, and he's going to get his. But nonetheless, um, he is stone. You see now, what good
0: is that? Like
1: his one hand is not stone, so that he can
0: unstone himself. Uh huh. That's terrible. Oh, waste a
1: Like I can see, like you're going on a mission to Mars, so you turn to stone for six months. You know what I mean? Like, there's oh, yeah. practical applications in today's world, but back then, what good is it?
0: Well, the problem is, like, you've seen the movie *Passengers*, is that you'll be a, a bunch of stone statues going to space, and then
1: yeah.
0: Chris Pratt pops out, and he's like, "I like this stone woman. I'm gonna bring her to life. <laughs> I'm gonna un-stone her. Yeah, there he goes with the little ring. Back to normal. Huh. I sorry. I learned. I, I've Discovered a way to get hard in front of women and get away with it.
1: <laughs> You're wasting that technology on a statue.
0: <laughs> so I didn't realize the scumbag was not a douchebag. <laughs> I know. I don't get I mean, <clears throat> one's full
1: of scum and one is a douche. I mean it's
0: Right. Alright, so let's see what he's saying. He's, he seems so dramatic.
4: Did
0: he say nagging? Nagging. Oh.
1: So he's turning his ungrateful family
0: into stone. Special <clears throat> effects are insane.
1: Now, these, st- they're plastic. I kind of don't get it. Now, it says here. Universal hired many real sculptors to make life-size plastic figures for the film, but you don't sculpt plastic; it's more like a mold. So I don't get it.
0: Oh well, I mean, it, it, it's not. A, I mean, they have to lift it off the set. So.
1: Well, the thing is, they're not faking it; oh, staying still.
0: They're actual with statues. White
1: stuff all over them. It's really mod uh, statues made huh. of plastic apparently no this is early for plastic the only- right? rubber was in the 30s and plastic was like a new invention
0: right you're absolutely right
1: <clears throat>
0: the only statue this movie didn't get was an Oscar
1: <laughs> ah, that's so good ah. that would have been a great tagline
0: yeah for your give me a, another statue
1: <laughs> no but- just to say like the only statue they don't have in this film is an Oscar
0: yeah this <laughs> movie sucks. Oh look at that little do not disturb, do not dry hump. That's what I would like. Oh, the dog's gonna pee on the statue.
1: Yeah, and that's their—that's one of their jokes. Um, Thorne Smith came to Hollywood as a scriptwriter for MGM, and he died in '34 before this film even went into production.
0: Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah.
1: Well, there's plenty of bummers here. Does he haunt like the Like our screen? director. Yeah. Our director's name is Lowell Sherman, and at first he himself was, like, considered for the lead role. See, the thing is... <clears throat> really? If this was 1938, you'd say, you'd say, oh, Lowell, Lowell Sherman? You know, we'd all know, but... It's just so out of date. We don't know why that's interesting. But he had laryngitis. He lost his voice. He couldn't do the lead role, so they got this guy.
0: But he directed it.
1: He did... But during this film, he got sick. Okay, wow, what a and bummer. in the end, this would be his last finished work. He died of double pneumonia. Ugh. Let's see when December thirty-four. While he was directing the next film, Becky Sharp, at forty-six, dead of double pneumonia.
0: pneumonia. Wow, what a bummer. <clears throat> so this was posthumously released for him and the uh, the author.
1: I, well, I don't know if it was for them But yes, I mean, this was released with The director and the writer Not being around to see their finished work
0: Huh, like a Pauly Shore movie Where are not
1: watching that <laughs> Except Polly, yeah It's like a Pauly Shore movie, except a alive
0: Right, and the director is alive doing something else now
1: I recently saw Bits of a documentary about him Is it the one he on produced? YouTube. Uh-huh <clears throat> He's still out there doing sets, you know, doing... Yeah. He's a comedian.
0: Yeah. Well, what, I mean, I, 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 I know he played... Uh, he plays bigger rooms, Carl. He doesn't play... I don't think he just plays the clubs.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's a brand name.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: Still weaseling is his tour <laughs> the, the title.
1: <clears throat> okay, now... He's okay. off into the night, and he's going to encounter a leprechaun, as you know.
0: Oh, yeah, that was the first thing I was going to guess. He's probably, now they turned his family into statues, he's probably going to meet a leprechaun.
1: <clears throat> the thing is, you can't really see that he's a leprechaun or a midget or anything, because it's so dark on the screen.
0: Carl, in the book, the leprechaun was a female. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> there was a
1: lot. Uh, okay, so I don't know it, but I'm just reading while the plot remained essentially the same, the sexual humor was, was vitiated by the code considerations.
0: They were vindicators?
1: It says vitiated. Uh-huh. I guess they said no sex stuff. Um, in March 34, producer Carl LeMay Jr. purchased the rights to Thornton Smith's popular 1931 humorous fantasy, The Nightlife of the Gods. And the plot took all the sex stuff out.
0: It was a sex comedy, and they said, you know what we need to go? <laughs> sex. Yeah,
1: and if keep you take the out comedy, the sex, boys. maybe the comedy.
0: <laughs> yeah, keep the comedy.
1: So now um, <clears throat> Hawk is meeting the leprechaun like it's no big deal, like everyone's a leprechaun. And he's like, come back to my house and... Yeah, he's walking out there with wine. So he gives the leprechaun wine, and the leprechaun's so happy because of Irish stereotypes. He goes, come back and meet my 900-year-old daughter.
0: Now, this was very expensive wine he gave him back in 1935. It was two-buck Chuck. (laughs) I've been dying to tell you this joke, Carl. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Uh, A man walks into a bar, and the bartender says, what it'll be. And the man says, "I just want to drown my sorrows." Bartender says, "Well, buddy, you're in the right place." And the man says, "No, you don't understand. Sorrows is my cat." Oh. I told Wait, that, that joke. The punch? Right. That's the punchline.
1: But so why would you want to drown your cat? Like we we need a little more meat oh, there. Oh, I see what you say. Like I want to drown my mother my mother-in-law's name, Sorrows, or something like oh, that. Oh, I see. You need a little. Well I told this Okay, you told the
0: j- yeah. Yeah. Well I told this joke last night at a show called Cat People where you talk about your cat. Oh uh-huh. the, yeah, they were mixed. They they kinda they didn't like it. I told the joke to my wife <laughs> and who's a who's a big cat lover and she nodded her head no for like longer than she should have. <laughs> <laughs> at least she just kept shaking her head. All right. So sorrows is my cat. I kill cats. How's that for Is that is that what is this? <laughs> Ladies and
1: gentlemen. That next okay, so now we're meeting yeah. the 900-year-old daughter, and she's, like, throwing—turn it on, because it's sort
0: of cute. All right, let's she's hear it like, then.
1: She's, like, throwing stuff and deliberately missing him.
0: Now, How did they shoot that in 1935? Along, my own He's super drunk, by the way. Two bottles of wine. Mmm,
4: lovely wine. And you throw mug. Is that justice? Is that little people hospitality?
0: Is it? Is it little I'm people hospitality?
1: Right. Yes, I <laughs> I was just minding my own business out here throwing mugs you think at me? that after 2,400 years, you'd have sense enough to give up this knocking about the country, dragging home the first tramp you picked up, present company... Now, expensive. you see, if she's really 900 years old, is that wisdom? Listen to her. She's not. She's like 27. No, you know
0: where well, is. I mean, if you're immortal, you, you stop at a certain age, right? Yeah, but 27... You know, if you're 900 years old... Right. At some point, you
1: would have had to have some life lessons. You know, your behavior wouldn't be like another...
0: Are you saying you, like, smoke a cigarette and you go, ah, gather around? Dispel some life wisdom?
1: No, no. Like, when people... I. But actually, you, I could he- see that. But when when people socially interact with you you've been there a million times you don't go oh where you been all night and throw Uh a plate at somebody I mean that's what
0: you say you're so nihilistic at that point (laughs) it doesn't matter (laughs) it kind of doesn't matter (laughs) Um, Uh well so is he flirting with them or no Um,
1: okay well these two will take a liking to each other and they go out together and I don't, I don't understand why Like she does a 180 and she's getting ready to go out and look how she's not a 900 year old woman she is 1935 yeah that's alright this was shot actually in 1934 not very long it was on the Universal lot in California let's see August to October so that's two months
0: yeah well they had to get Tom Mix in there and do a couple westerns <laughs> oh here we go some music and I feel oh do you see that they're dancing do you hear the music in the background
4: Tokyo.
0: Oh, here comes the music oh so charming I'm not sure
1: if you're making a joke because they are definitely out dancing at a nightclub
0: but the, it was no music when the, when the scene started the music played after they stopped talking
1: oh this is when they're starting to like each other but not yet as a matter of fact he will resist her charms until you know this is a censor board and everything you can't say like it was wonderful to make love to you last night darling rather you show them in the morning on the balcony giving each other lovely hugs you know what I mean yeah sure
0: well the fact that don't say it they're dancing right now but because of the censor board at the time they have to dance in separate beds
1: (laughs) they they were bouncing on the like when kids jump on the bed
0: yeah right that was the noise whoa whoa
1: you're dancing in separate beds now.
0: Well, I knew my, when my parents were having sex because I could hear my father get out of his bed and walk over to my <laughs> mother's bed.
1: Creak, creak, creak. <laughs> it wasn't the creaking of the floorboards. It was him walking. I mean, they were creaking because he was walking. A yeah,
0: he was walking. He had to get out of his own separate bed. My right
1: parents... now they're all playing a happy song. Listen to it because okay. it's like, this was the coolest song.
0: It's the two the, topper.
1: That was considered a cool song Well this is the nightlife
0: This is the nightlife Carl
1: Okay now they're going to have a dispute But you don't talk to a guy With a loaded gun Right Right.
0: Right. That's what he's got
1: in his pocket
0: He wasn't happy to see me (laughs) Ah. Is that a gun in your pocket Or are you happy to see me well, yes, both, but not sexual. <laughs> May West, wow, yeah, really great.
1: Up, oh. up. Oh. You have a dispute. You have a fight. Do you handle it civilly? No, you
0: turn the guy to stone. You turn the guy into stone because you're a crazed man. Man. Now
1: everybody in the joint freaks out. Look,
0: right. <laughs> he turned the waiters into stone.
1: No he's just being a jerk
0: oh yeah absolutely the poor prop masters when you are a stone
1: I'm sorry to interrupt you when you are a stone you still have your full consciousness you can even talk and it sounds muffled so what he's doing is very cruel to people everyone freaks out like it's the apocalypse
0: they're like my husband of so many years you turn into a statue a lot of pathos in this movie Oh, he's got a fucking that's gun? Funny cause that's funny, uh,
1: because that's a Greek word.
0: <laughs> this is back when you were allowed to bring guns to nightclubs.
1: Think how many statues they had to make for this. I mean, there was some budget here.
0: It's the same statue, Carl. It's just they put a mustache on one. Oh, yeah? <laughs> they put a dress. On. I have to, full disclosure, I am sick right now.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, Uh, especially, you know, you're up. I don't know. Feel for you, man.
0: Well, you're not in the studio, so you won't get sick. Yeah, I know. The phlegm is flying. Well, I'm just going to sound better for next week's Christmas show.
1: Okay, so now the nine hundred year old girl, he, bench, he essentially pawned her off on some young person to have a date, and then she shows up in his, and he's like, "What the? Get lost, you!"
0: Hey. And Just, she's resisting his her charms. So let's let's recap. It's a guy who creates a statue. Yeah, terms, creates a uh, mish- Ray statue. Ray a nine hundred year old woman. Right. Whose dad's a leprechaun. Whose dad is a 2,400 year old leprechaun. Yeah,
5: yeah. Okay. All right.
0: Oh, I thought this movie was just kind of all over the place, but I'm wrong. (laughs) And he's musical. So now, she dreams. We fade
1: out and we see that it's the morning. Okay, so. Now the butler is ordering breakfast for him, like always. And she's saying, I'm getting an egg. And he goes, two eggs. And the master takes one egg. And he goes, no, two eggs. And they go, oh, wink, wink.
0: Wink, wink. Oh, that's just, as that's sexual just as it gets.
1: That's right. And look here. You see? They obviously did it.
0: Yeah, look at that. They're embracing and everything. What the butler are just thought. not
1: allowed to say it.
0: Yeah. Oh, the statue's had to watch them fuck. That's the worst part.
1: (laughs) The thing is, that's the thing. They're conscious.
0: It's really cruel what he's doing. They're into it, man. They like people watching. (laughs) Hello, statues.
1: I can't really say you stood there like a statue. I mean, you are. It wasn't like, it's not a simile.
0: You're not statuesque. You're a statue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So now, the butler and the. Niece are dancing around the fact that they're clearly had out of wedlock.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. That's the worst. Now, you say that's a butler of the time, because if you called him Alfred, he would get really pissed off. I'm not
1: Right, Alfred. yeah, that's a stereotype.
0: Yeah. Hello, Jeeves. Oh, I'm not Jeeves. That is a stereotype. My name is Godfrey. Godfrey. <laughs>
1: Uh, he just ordered another egg, and she was like, My goodness, how many people slept here? And she's like, I don't want social commentary from you. I yeah. want eggs.
0: <laughs> oh, very nice. God, just for a bunch of eggs, you need a butler and a maid?
1: Well, the butler maid.
0: The butler, yeah. Oh. <laughs> we got it made. One, of my One favorite thing
1: shows. he doesn't have is a chauffeur.
0: Well, uh, no, because, yeah. I mean, you're just having. Because
1: he's a common man.
0: Listen, as your accountant, uh, I suggest you probably have a more affordable breakfast if you just cut out the maid and butler when you make eggs.
1: <laughs> yeah. We're gonna have to cut back.
0: Well, less I, butter. I need a maid to make the eggs. I need a butler to serve it. And I need a chauffeur to get the eggs.
1: That's yeah. That's what he had to chauffeur it. Um, here we have a police officer. Who you know? Last night it was chaos and mayhem, and somebody's gonna pay.
0: Somebody turned some crazy scientist turned everyone to statues. So now the cop is busily
1: being offended that he's being asked to wait while the master finishes his breakfast.
0: It is obnoxious. There's Hunter.
1: I think he called him Jeeves just now.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you could tell. Reading lips. Butler's like, my name's not Jeeves.
1: Jeeves?
0: Al- Alfred Pennyworth, I think, is uh, Alfred's last name.
1: What, in Batman? Yeah. Pennyworth?
0: Pennyworth. That was just Alfred. He has a whole history. He was friends with uh, Bruce Wayne's father.
1: That makes sense.
0: Yeah. And as uh- friends, I want you to take care of my son like you were his father.
1: Now, Ro- Robin. We never learned his last. What kind of a name is for a superhero? Is Robin? I mean, it's Batman.
0: Is Robin the bird?
1: a uh, Robin.
0: Well, he Robin, and also like a Robin Hood. Oh, oh. Yeah, because oh. he had a hood, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, there's a bat and a Robin. But why couldn't he be like Robin Boy, Robin Man? Robin now look Man. what he does
1: to the cop. Of course, right. Whenever he's in trouble, he just turns someone to stone.
0: He turned the cop into stone.
1: Yeah, instead of getting arrested. Now, what's weird is later in the movie, the cop shows up. It doesn't make
0: sense. Same cop? Yes. And he's not it a statue? It doesn't
1: make sense.
0: Huh. Maybe it fades after 12 hours. Although, after four Wait, hours... maybe
1: the g- butler was about to be his
0: driver. Uh, yeah, that's see you save money on uh, if, you, if you have the butler... <laughs> multitasking if you remain a statue after four four hours consult a physician
1: I think he just I don't know man it's just it's a different time like the butler carried all the that guy could have carried that suitcase you know
0: what I mean that guy could have made his own fucking eggs (laughs) I mean back in the 30s it was the woman should make the eggs so you you have sex out of wedlock and then you go make me a sandwich from what (laughs) I understand um,
1: the, the um a woman, you know, the maid. A woman did make.
0: Oh, yeah, I got you. The
1: eggs. But she's not the maid. She was just a cook person. Because the maid was with her.
0: Huh. Yeah. That's, so, wait, there's a, a cook, a maid, mm-hmm. a butler, a, butler. And a chauffeur, and they eat eggs. Well, the butler doubles as a chauffeur, and oh, they okay. eat eggs. Yeah. I mean, if they were eating like lobster for breakfast, I could understand why you need a butler and a maid.
1: Now, it's early. It is seriously early.
0: Look what he's doing.
1: Yeah. Huh. I think he's starting for the day.
0: It's the hair of the dog. Mm. Somewhere in the world, it's 5 a.m., he says. That's (laughs) what you know when you're a real alcoholic.
1: (laughs) Lacey would wake up. uh, Lassie would wake up in the morning after a hangover, and he'd start chewing his own hair.
0: Oh, he would chase his own tail and then vomit.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to do a hair of the dog that bit you. If you're a dog... Oh, right. Yeah, already. you
0: just bite yourself. <laughs> you know, Snoopy had the shakes. He wasn't dancing. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like he just couldn't control himself.
1: Yeah, it's that repeated over and over dancing. Uh-huh. That's
0: lazy animation, my man. He thought he was a uh, World War II that's the thing. Yep. Like, he was one, one. He was actually pro-Nazi. He was actually fighting for. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he was the red Baron. Who knew
1: the outcome of the war? Who knew? Yeah. yeah,
0: Snoopy was the red Baron. Not a lot of people realize that, but he dressed up in Nazi uh, uh, uniforms.
1: <laughs> no, no. World. That's World War One with biplanes.
0: Oh right, of course. A I'm stop sorry. Stop with camel and. I'm sorry. I live in the 21st century. I, uh, I'm ignorant to what the is of war.
1: I thought of this hilarious joke, and then a guy went to. I went to an open mic, and a guy did it, and I was like, "Damn it!" It was the uh, World War One, World War Two, like, like they they called it the Great War at the time.
0: The war that you ended know, but, all wars.
1: Right. Imagine if they called it World War One. <laughs> the guy'd be like, "Wait a minute."
0: <laughs> right.
1: I'll wait till you guys check out the sequel. <laughs>
0: World War Three, Infinity War. Does that mean there's <laughs> yeah. a sequel coming?
1: We're bringing back some main characters.
0: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So they're at an so art now gallery. We're going to,
1: right. We're going to the Museum of, Modern, uh, yeah, Museum of Modern Art in... I really think this is Museum of Modern Art, but it's in New York City. They're in New York now. It
0: was, it was, back then it was called Museum of Then Modern Art
1: the The museum of yeah, Mo- museum of modern art. It could. not What was the modern period for art? I don't know.
0: It was nineteen thirties. It was. It was started. You know. It was the futurists, I guess, from the start so right of the century. Now it's like
1: the museum of art.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: In a couple of years from now.
0: The redundant museum of modern art of nineteen
1: thirty-five. All right, now let's speak to a problem with this plot, okay? Okay. You take your ring and you zappity zap a person and what happens? They They turn to stone.
0: Stone, man. Yeah.
1: Then you take your other ring and you zappity zap them and they turn back to human, right? At no point was there a sculptor who chiseled them, right? Right. What he's gonna do now is he's gonna turn statues into real people.
0: That's a great idea
1: but it what? doesn't make sense because they were really never real people they were chiseled out of marble
0: you get me? yeah I get what you're saying but they look like people so why wouldn't they turn it oh she's a stone
1: well you see it's closing time he's kicking everybody out but he wants to stay behind and turn the gods real so now he's duping the guard
0: now what ethnicity is this guard? I'm not half is right, well, so far is this is Hunter right now I, uh, I don't rightly recognize your face. He's in New York City. Does that sound say, uh, um, Irish or mean, Scottish? I think they already nailed the Irish so with the leprechaun. Mm, like right. Then. Although all, all that cops are president. Irish back then. I think so, sir.
1: I, that was the stereotype.
0: Uh, yeah. You mind, uh,
1: inform I did a bit on an open mic. It's not going to last. It didn't get that great laughs. But it just makes me mad that people think the Irish are such drunks. I mean you telling me the English are in a bunch of and Like, the whole world's full of drunks? Why do the Irish get singled out?
0: Did you tell that joke at an Irish bar?
1: <laughs> Somehow it didn't go over.
0: <laughs> I, years ago, I was at an open mic like, at an Irish pub, and this guy gets on stage, and he has this Virgin Mary joke. And uh, they wanted to kill him Everyone in the bar It was his opening <laughs> joke And they we had to escort him out It was really bad It, it was really? a bad joke Well, because there's some jokes you say they are so edgy That it's just too edgy for like a comedy show You know, how is a nice way, yeah. way to put it That's a nice way to it's put awkward. it oh, you're, you're, you're too edgy for the room Which is to say You just flat out insulted people in the room <laughs> Right, that's you're rude Yeah <laughs> you're too edgy you're too edgy you know people came for entertainment they came to laugh you know and uh, you're just not providing them that because you're too edgy (laughs) so he's in the museum oh there he goes guard's got night in the museum nightlife in the museum
1: yeah he's going to make night in the museum because it makes him come to
0: life she's 900 years old and he turned her into a statue and then returned her back what uh, life.
1: she is 900 years old and she lived in ancient Greek times which the math doesn't add up
0: well hang on let me let me figure this out it's 1035 yep you're right
1: there's no way she was like I lived in those times uh, hello continuity person <laughs>
0: 1066 I should know that date right that's the Anglo-Saxon war
1: 1066 was the end War. Nine hundred years later, I would be born.
0: Oh, wow! Well, yeah, 1966. 1966. Oh, uh, let's see what's going on. No yeah, never mind. Leave them late. So they're in the museum, and they're going to turn the statues into people.
1: Yes, but they're Greek gods, you see. So it's. Wait a second. Maybe
6: they're Roman
1: gods. I think they're Greek gods. Mercury was
0: Greek, right? Yeah, and the equivalent was fast guy. Yeah, like, not Jupiter. It was. So you're saying that the same gods had different names depending if they were Greek or Roman? Correct. So the Greek god of Mercury was really fast guy. Because the, the Romans, <laughs> Romans were lazy when they they named their gods, right? The Greeks are like arrows, <laughs> <Descriptive>. <laughs> and the Romans are like sexy, sex, sex.
1: No, but it's like Zeus was Jupiter, and oh. Hera, Hera was Athena. Huh. No, maybe I'm mixing them
0: up, but I think Athena oh, was, was. Wasn't Athena this
1: the? This is daughter? Mercury. Okay. You could be right. I'm not very up on my Greek gods. I always thought it would be a great television series to do the Greek myths. Yeah. Of course, they're very, they're rapey and they're, you know what I mean? They're not uh, cool for our culture's yeah. values. Okay, so this is Bacchus
0: oh, on Gilligan's Island. You can't have Jim Bacchus, the Greek, <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, now,
1: this guy is so fat, it's uncomfortable to watch.
0: He's Bacchus. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's
1: good to be alive. Oh, it's
4: good to be alive again. But to
1: you know that one can eat and drink. Especially drink.
0: I thought he was laughing at my joke. <laughs> Bacchus is the Greek god of drinking, a you celebration. He a in his
1: hand, of course, that means wine.
0: Was there a drink in his hand beforehand?
1: You know, he'd go out and spend on drinking, spend on drinking, spend on drinking, and Bacchus would be broke ass.
0: Broke ass, Bacchus. In no
1: time. See his stomach, you see how uncomfortable it is to look at? And that cloth makes it look even bigger.
0: Yeah, it does not help him out. Well, I've never and you seen you know it. what's under Yeah, what's under there?
1: Like his, this little little His looks little like penis. a peach with a, a peach with a with a leaf on it, you know what I'm
0: talking about? you've been to the gym right probably not (laughs) anyway but the the locker room the people like it's such a pain in the ass to get the towel around you when you're a fat slob like myself (laughs) (laughs) so maybe Bacchus has an idea
1: Okay, so he's already got that flask now look I think the joke is how big it is because a flask is supposed to be hidden in your
0: pocket yeah some joke
1: the, the 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 flask was yesteryear's uh, one hitter.
0: That's right. Yeah, his pipe, his uh, his bat. Put it in your pocket. Your bat. Well, now
1: it, at one point they're parading around New York City, and this one lady goes, "That's what you get for bringing alcohol back."
0: Oh, prohibition joke.
1: Yeah. See, Mercury's hat flew off. Oh, it's hilarity.
0: That was. whimsical. Nice. You know, you ever have sex with, uh, Mercury? I could explain, <laughs> but I'm sorry, I had things under my other mind.
1: I didn't, um, have sex with Mercury because I heard he was really quick.
0: I said, that was fast. He goes, when you say it, it's hurtful. <laughs> uh, what was, what was your joke? I don't get
1: uh-huh. it. Uh... Did you ever have sex with Mercury and
0: then you did like I can't remember kind of joke? What was it? Oh, uh, with Mercury, I just said that. uh, I said that was fast, and he goes, "When you say that, it's hurtful." No, when you said a joke. Oh, maybe I interrupted you. I don't. I don't know. I'll have to listen to the podcast. I'm the only guy who listens to this podcast. And if you're listening to this (laughs) podcast, thank you very much. Yeah. And if you're listening to this podcast and not watching the movie, you're Whoa. wasting your time. Shame. Shame. I'm looking at. I'm, uh, I'm
1: I would rather lose listeners than have them yes.
0: the not idea fully
1: participate in the
0: We, we came up with business. this idea, Carl. Anyone yeah. else who rips off <laughs> yeah. our idea and makes a better success from it is our idea first. That's how
1: I describe the show. I say, Do you did you ever see Mystery Science three thousand? They go, Yeah I said, no, it's nothing like that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But in truth, we're not. We're not.
0: Well, no, we're... You know, they
1: have the puppets, they do the science fiction, black and white movie. We're just not them.
0: Well, you, you know, Carl, I, I did live movie riffing for like 10 years, and mm-hmm. the difference between what we were doing and what Mystery Science Theater does is that Mystery Science Theater, they watch the movie several times, and they write down, meticulously write down jokes for each routine, right. and they go they and they, they sit there and they have a script. And it's edited and it's paced so that it's rat a tat like that. And you just can't do that live. Live is that mm-hmm. somebody off the top of their head is coming up with material because if you bring notes to a live show it's just not gonna happen. You know. Oh really? Well let's so say you have a joke about Bacchus you're waiting thirty four minutes into this film to tell that joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah. might be noise for the audience. You know, the audience might be participating, your co host might be talking, you're gonna lose that moment.
1: That's right. I've lost that moment a lot of
0: times. Seriously, you're right.
1: I've many times I've had jokes ready for what happens. The thing.
0: Right, and I'm you know, talking and over you. Just you just
1: can't interrupt. You just can't.
0: So it's a it's a live show, and especially with a live show, like the it's audience participates because audience wants to say stuff. So, you know, if somebody says the dude abides or whatever, people oh dude abides, you know, oh, oh, oh. big reference. <laughs>
1: Oh, okay, is, now this is a terrible, not funny thing at all. She's dropped her cup. Okay, so for the rest of the movie, <clears throat> she'll be seeking out cops and saving cops and doing everything with cops. It's Have not you funny. Got a
7: cup? Huh? Oh, has anybody got a cup?
1: No. Oh.
0: Bacchus has a flask. Right. <laughs> Are you saying flasks rep- are flasks popular now? If you were hanging out and somebody pulled out a flask, would you be like, "Cool beans"? Well, uh,
1: I don't know what my reaction is, but they wouldn't—they haven't gone away. I even own one. I mean, I own and and the flask is uh, still bent so that it goes to the curve of your butt. Right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, your hip still- pocket.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's funny because in California and in New Jersey, I guess, uh, marijuana is legal. So, you do smell it in the streets. What is legal? Marijuana.
1: Did you say in Jersey? Because it's
0: not. I thought Jersey is going to legalize it, man.
1: It might gonna, but... I don't know. Look, as soon as pot is legal here in Jersey, I'm going to run right out and get me a whole can of this.
0: Listen, man, to make pot legal in New Jersey, you have to do one thing. Are you ready? you got to yeah. vote this time.
1: <laughs> we voted in Phil Murphy. He was the one who... That was his platform.
0: Well, I'll get you stowed. It really... I mean, it was it was subtext, but yes. Well, they're, they're saying that, like... Well, is it New York State going to legalize it? I
1: don't think. I haven't heard that. Well, I don't know.
0: I think so. And the idea is that they have to build that L train in, in New York City. I was reading vice.com. And there was an yeah. article saying that the advantage of legalizing it is that there's so much fucking taxes on it, they'll be able to pay off the train. Wow.
1: It is. What is your experience? It's very expensive yeah. compared to...
0: Well, let's yeah. say this, uh, and this is all <laughs> hypothetical. This has not happened to me, but a place was selling. <laughs> place with selling a hundred dollar ounce. What a bargain, right? What a bargain for me, California. Because
1: it's usually three.
0: Well, an eighth is usually forty-five, back in the day. Okay. So you multiply you forty-five heard. by eight to get an ounce. Mm-hmm. It's way more than a hundred, right? So you're talking about yeah. the price of two eighths. You could get. So a hundred dollars. <laughs> what do you think the taxes were? Uh, uh,
1: I I guess if you're going to tell me it's a lot, I'm not sure.
0: It's a lot, but the, the, you know what percentage it would be? It's thirty-five bucks of taxes right Really? $100. Yeah. So that's a
1: hundred. It's more than a
0: hundred. It's, it's like a uh, third. A third of the price. Thirty-three percent, say.
1: Uh sixty-six. Yeah. Oh we missed it We missed it
0: ah, see this is what We're talking about
1: Yeah So what happens here Is he unstatued them And they started singing Some like uh, Mr. Sandman Kind of song <laughs> And then he fro- He froze them again And goes I never liked that song On the radio So oh. some reference To a song people don't like In the
0: 30s Yeah right And this song is like Dead old So they're in Times Square Right now
1: Yeah that's right And Times Square This is
0: like Pre-pornography I'm oh, square. but it was worse in the 30s. Get to see a chicken geek, chicken geek. <laughs> Get to see live head-biting chickens.
1: <laughs> see your lady's ankles here. Yeah? <laughs> Get your lady's ankles.
0: Play tic-tac-toe against the chicken.
1: She just did the prohibition joke. Oh. And um, what the cops are like, what are they advertising now? So it's like, QC of the day thing.
0: Poseidon has so, his trident. Is he going to check uh, that in? Oh, that's
1: funny you said Poseidon, because he is Neptune. Oh. So I think you, again, got the Greek, and you found one for us.
0: Well, you know what? Every time I call Neptune Poseidon, he's so smug. He's just so beside himself about that.
1: <laughs> Poseidon. Oh, you. that's good.
0: <laughs> there she
1: is with her cups.
0: Oh, ha, yeah. ha, ha. oh my cups. Look, at he's so funny, man. Neptune, Neptune rules. Neptune looks good in that towel, man. Well, no, he doesn't. There's going to
1: be a hilarious, hilarious uh, fish slapping, slapping fishes on faces Steve later.
0: Oh, I can't wait.
1: <laughs> so, as you know, they're all in togas. So he's like, "We we'll must be suited properly," and he's ta- he must be super wealthy. He's taken them all to uh, this clothing shop to get all dressed.
0: I will, nothing but the finest here in 1936. To the Sears building. Uh, Woolworths. Uh, you know, the, in 1936, the most expensive department store was J.C. Penney's.
1: <laughs> Penny would buy a lot back then.
0: Yeah, a lot. Of, and J.C. was Jesus
1: Christ. So now we're having a hilarious phone conversation. It's like, please prepare for eight gods. God. Eight hey gods, sir. Yes, sir. I'm relying on you.
0: <laughs> oh, here is They're the all ledger. In. They're all from Olympus. Oh, how cute.
1: Now, for some reason, he's getting them all the hotel rooms. I don't know why.
0: Well, it's the nightlife of the gods you got to bring the the party back to the hotel room afterwards it's
1: so they after go party. out drinking such and then they you know they just have a home base I guess
0: their room or their luggages each God gets their own room yes does the man Neptune is very a, wealthy does Neptune get a waterbed
1: a <laughs> good one but it's yeah yeah it is Neptune. Um, I think, like with all these people, the bill must have come to like a dollar eighty.
0: Jesus Christ, that's a lot. Look at these snooty judges. Oh
1: yeah. Uh huh. She's gonna make a comment like, "Show people black."
0: It's so strange for me. My experience with buildings that have been built for decades, for, for centuries, is that the elevator is the first thing to go in the 21st century. So it's nice to see, like, a working elevator in 1930s, but I'm sure in <laughs> 2010 it's like the elevator's out of order because it's 80 years old.
1: This Ooh. is the hotel pool.
0: Fancy. They don't have it hotel is, pools. It's... Now,
1: Poseidon... Okay, so they're getting all of the modern... I guess in the 30s you would go and it was kind of like a spa
0: at a hotel. Right. It's it like, like an Airbnb like, back then.
1: Yes. So he says, would you like alcohol? Because you rub oil and you rub alcohol and he drinks it instead of having it rub on him.
0: That's not a funny joke anymore.
1: It's quite a hangover, that kind of alcohol. Yeah. I have heard, I have been told... Cups, cups! It's such a not funny joke.
0: She says, that's, "That's my custom." What was her goddess like? Was he uh, a tarot card? It's
1: a, no, it's like providing water to to the masses, I guess. And she always has a cup, and it's like a fountain; it's always pouring in.
0: Yeah, you're right. See, explaining the okay. joke doesn't help either.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now, Poseidon is getting naughty. Now he's pinching the girls. We think. But it finds out he's stabbing them with a trident, having...
0: Oh, yeah. My God, this bodyguard. There he is. They watch he's not. Oh, here he goes. He's going to poke him, And he's going, ah, ha, ha, poke. Woo, ouch, woo, ouch. Not only does Neptune poke the women with his trident in the water, but he keeps his eyes open during Marco Polo.
1: Oh, yeah, Cheater. They, it's like there's a crazy man poking girls' asses now the thing is i bet you in the book right he wasn't yeah. poking you know they did that for the movie we'll not... make him poke with the trident
0: oh well that then how the many book...
1: people are at the pool
0: yeah that's well i mean it's a big hotel i guess yeah well i believe in the book he says uh he's poking me i'm gonna poke you and i'm gonna poke you in the belly butted. That's not my belly button. Well, that's not my trident. <laughs> you remember that joke from high, from elementary no. school?
1: No. No, really?
0: Yeah. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna You're touch your. You're well, just fun. Yeah, i I think the joke explains itself. I'm not gonna bother. Oh. Okay. Commercial. Now it's.
1: Well, it's the next day, so we. You really have a commercial?
0: No, no. I'm saying like they, they faded out, like the commercial will play. Sometimes when movies do like a fade out, it seems like that. Though that's when the commercial break is. still with me, Carl. Uh oh, ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm
1: sorry. I was talking into mute.
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: Okay, now here's another not funny joke, and the the movie thinks it's so funny. He's explaining himself, but look where he's sitting.
0: Is he uh, at the therapist's office? He's on a table. Wait, I don't know what's it's going on. It's just
1: another say, way of saying like it's a whimsical. No, it's a fireplace, but
0: uh-huh.
1: it's just another unfunny thing.
0: He thinks he's a statue on the mantle.
1: <laughs> no, okay. So they were like, "Where have you been?" And the headlines were like, "They, you know, they sort of escaped their captor here." And they're all showing up again to say hi. I don't know.
0: God, Bacchus looks even fatter and wearing clothes. <laughs> yup. <laughs> and
1: Trident, I mean, trident. Poseidon, Neptune, he is not being funny too. Because he's like, fish, I want a fish, everything fish. <laughs> I
0: don't let's, know. Let's go see Aquaman. Aquaman's premiering. <laughs> all right, we'll see Aquaman. Chill out.
1: Okay, so she didn't. she was a statue with no hands.
0: You know, right. you've seen the kind of bust, the
1: Greek bust with, and so she's showing off her hands now. They armed arms, arms,
0: arms. She arms. She got. They're armed.
1: making horror, pun, horrible puns. Like she's disarming.
0: Oh, I just made those puns. Fuck this.
1: Well, movie. then the, the other one goes. She's too disarming, and it's funny because it's like the she number two. two.
0: Yeah. Oh no! Why is it funny, Carl? Explain to me. I don't know, man.
1: Puns are the lowest form of humor, and I'm hell bent on turning that bad rap around.
0: Well, it's when you perform puns on stage, it, it's it's tough because if I, you know, if you read a pun, you you just go groan and that's it. But mm-hmm. if you tell a joke, a pun, the audience looks at you and you look back at the audience, and you're like, Oh shit. Like, <laughs> like I feel like I can tell jokes. As long as the people know who I am on stage, and that way it's a little oh. bit more layered because they know who I am, and I'm telling these kind of jokes. So you hear the joke, and you hear, see the person who tells it. You know, what I mean, I, and
1: it goes, yeah, yeah. But if you're strangers, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's like you know, if you're doing a, a persona, the persona, and also I think like you have to you have to have a spine when you tell a pun on stage. Because as a joke fails and you're proud of it and you're up there like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's you'll shine. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the comedy of it.
1: Now here's the cop again, and how in the world is he released, and he's not stoned? It doesn't stone. It doesn't make sense.
0: That's in the director's cut. So he's, oh, yeah. and he's stoned again. Stoned again. Jesus, man, he's it's a not even stoned
1: dude. again, Christian.
0: He woke and woke. That's the past tense that we could bake. And mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, dinner. This is the night life. I w I wanna see I don't care about the day stuff of the gods. Oh well
1: they're just continuing. They're just doing more, you know, and
0: So each character they come out of the diner, oh Mercury, you really wolfed down your food. Right. Oh, well Mercury. she's
1: just been discovered uh shoplifting cups
0: oh my god you're right about yeah. those cubs so stupid couple of guys
1: Okay, now we have a funny scene look 8 cents for a fish that's a bargain
0: 8 cents fish you ever see that one, one pound fish guy there's a viral I, video of a, a guy at a, at a market a fishmonger <laughs> and he's it's a British fishmonger and he sings the song Goes one pound fish very very nice so back then I guess
1: was, I don't know it, but is it like viral. there's the pound money and there's the pound weight?
0: Oh, no, no. He's talking about a quid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, so he was just quitting. God, I hate I, Don't you hate it when you get into an argument with your fishmonger?
1: Yeah. I am an immigrant stereotype.
0: Yes, you are. <laughs> Oh, they're fish slapping. Got to give it up for this film. I the haven't seen a is, good you can fish roll in, in, while.
1: You can roll around in mud with a pig, but a pig likes it. That's what this guy doesn't realize. You want to have a fish fight? You're. This guy loves a fish
0: fight. Oh, yeah. He's he's. Uh, also, designing him himself. Are you messing with my merchandise? Let's have a fight with my merchandise. Now you see the fish flying all over. Every flying fish. Yeah, and in Bacchus's beer. This is kind of funny. I haven't seen a good fish fight in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood really doesn't make any more fish slapping movies.
1: Yeah, you don't want to clean up this set.
0: Yeah, poor son of a bitch had to clean up this mess after the scene. Well, this was the golden age of fish fighting. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carl, I once did a show where a friend of mine had a routine where he dressed up in a bear costume. And Mm -hmm. one of the things he did was he had a pan of water, and uh, he would stick his head in it, and he'd pull out a fish in his mouth. Really? Yeah, and it was a real fish. It was a bear costume? Yeah. Okay. And then he would throw the fish out of his mouth, and one particular show, it hit the back curtain, and the guy left. Mm -hmm. This guy didn't clean up his, his props. And uh, the woman running the the theater comes out to me. Clean up that fish. I go, it's not my fish. (laughs) Wow. Well, because I felt like the performer needed to clean up his own stuff.
1: Of course. Yeah. Starting to realize now that maybe bringing these Greek gods to life wasn't such a great idea. All they do is cause mayhem and they don't have any wisdom from their years. They're really not godlike at all. They're just sort of party people. Human beings. Now yeah. they're being chased by the cops, as well they should be. And he's gonna just statue them.
0: God, that's crazy. What, in the car? It looks pretty bad, doesn't it? it looks pretty bad. You I know it's bad. Oh, oh motorcycle cops. Boom. Uh, boom. And the but the but motorcycles the is, turned to statues, too.
1: If something's in motion,
0: right? Right. It would not
1: stop that way. Right. It would they turn would it turn. To stone over. And it would keep going. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it would flip over. Also, like, it's, it's kind of playing fast and loose with the rules because it was human beings that turned the stone, not mm-hmm. what they're on. Right. Not the. Well,
1: their clothes did and everything, yeah, so you're I right.
0: guess. So if your ass is Okay, So is now on they're back at the. What's that? Her umbrella when she posed at the museum turned to stone, too.
1: Right. Yes. Now, they're back at the museum, and somehow they're all agreeing to be turned back into statues. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: The thing is, they all have conditions. He's like, please get on your pedestal. I don't want to. Fine, have it your way.
0: Oh, and he just... just,
1: He just statifies them.
0: Bacchus needs to take a piss before he turns back, right? Because he must have been boozing. (laughs) Oh, something about cups.
1: Well, she's saying she wants to look like this um, uh, Venus de Milo. You know how she covers her? See that? Yeah. Venus de Milo. Like, I want an upgrade.
0: (laughs) Oh, instead of covering her junk, she's pointing to it.
1: (laughs) There she is with the cups. Uh, You thought it was the last one, but the last one was the one with who had no arms.
0: Oh, I see. She was the no arms. She was too disarming, and this is the cups lady, right? I get my gods mixed up, Carl.
1: Cupsy cupsy cups.
0: Right now, she
1: pours it like her traditional statue. So at least she's doing something traditional for her goddess
0: role. Huh. This is a stupid. There's movie. drunk ass. Yeah, he I mean, went. Well, I'm not getting stoned. That's for floozers. <laughs> <laughs> booze is the answer. Sweet, sweet booze. Oh, he's back in his towel. Well,
1: yeah, like. They all suited up and he didn't, but then later he was in. I don't know. I don't know back in the South.
0: And they're not in the same pose.
1: Yeah, none of the statues have returned to their... It was a big mystery where the statues go went and we saw that in the headlines. And this is going to be a weirder mystery. Okay, so now, like, they're, like, wrapping it up and they're like, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. And he's like, there'll never be another love like ours. And so he decides he wants to, like, immortalize their love.
0: Huh, how so is that with statues? Oh, wait a minute. Are we getting to the ending, the controversial ending?
1: Um, it's only controversial to you and me, but yes.
0: So let me, I'm going to guess the ending. Okay. They turn themselves into statues and they never come back. Bingo! But the, the audience tested it and they, the test w- was negative and they said. I
1: guess. And then they threw in that. It was all a dream. But the thing is, think about his poor family that's been sitting there since the right. beginning of the movie. He, he's going to statue himself. He'll never, they'll never be free.
0: Well, this is like the serial killer, like you know, you have an amoral character who realizes at the end of the movie that he should just kill himself after killing everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more noble. Like you, you now,
1: you know how it. you can still have your senses when you're a statue. Right. So he's condemning himself to sit there.
0: Well, he has his phone in his hand, so he won't be bored. <laughs> oh, we'll be immortal in our pose. Let's it's do it. It's
1: sort of a sweet sentiment if you divorce yourself from the suspending disbelief. Okay, there we go again our
0: Oh, no, we go flashback new scene, flashback new scene. And it was um give my regards to Broadway. It was all a dream. Right. Broad Street. Broad Street. Yeah, Broad the Street. Paul McCartney. There's some Jogans famous Island. movies. If I say what well, these movies that were all a dream, I just completely ruined the movie. But
1: I agree. That's why you were mad at me at the beginning, and I realized that I sort of I shouldn't have said that.
0: Yeah, but on the I other hand, let the movie make you mad, not me. No, but I mean, like you look at Wizard of Oz. There's a reason that it was a dream. You know, she's a child, yeah, and she's it's part she's, of the plot. Yeah, part of the plot. She's growing up, and. Uh, she's wiser in the morning. Oh my god, that driver's going to run right into the blue screen. (laughs) The rear view projection. Oh, it was just a dream. Fingers crossed. And... You have just watched a hilarious new movie from the... Whimsical. Whimsical. It's a universal picture. Universally stupid. Here's the cast characters. No more in credits. Shot in Georgia. Equity. Let's give it up to the orchestra. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Well ladies and gentlemen. Ta-da! That was Nightlife of the Gods for 1935. Carl, what's your (laughs) opinion of this movie?
1: Um, The thing is, it didn't 100% suck, but there was lots of flaws with it, and the ending was horrible. Yeah, The ending was good, and then the real ending was horrible.
0: It was only uh, 70-odd minutes, too. 73,
1: that's right, and they were odd.
0: Alright. Yeah, I like this movie. I'm okay with it. Good.
1: It was
8: alright.
0: Yeah, I recommend Topper if you guys want to see something fun. Uh, and I guess I should read it Get this, so I could jerk off to it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you, that's the tosser.
0: Well, I'd say, like, uh, is it a good book? Can I jerk off to it?
1: <laughs> that is the measure of
0: that's how I, I measure things Carl next week is a special show um, we'll be broadcasting yeah. as we always do live from the studios in San Francisco and, and Carl by the way is calling in from New Jersey which I appreciate Head mm-hmm. Uh but when our show first started uh, a couple years back uh, we had a Sunday uh, December 25th fell on a Sunday and we did a show and from what I know from bad movies is that Christmas Day is the best time to release a bad movie because everybody wants to leave their family's house after Christmas and go to the movies. Mm Mm -hmm. And they dump a lot of shitty movies on Christmas Day. So we have, for the last three years, been showing, uh, listening to movie trailers of films that uh, were released on Christmas Day. And we're going to be doing that next week, December 23rd, episode 133. Uh, And our good friend Ira will join us. It's always good to have a fellow Jew in the studio on Christmas. (laughs) And we'll be listening to all the trailers that are coming out uh, Christmas Day this year as well as any trailers that we haven't played beforehand and maybe some classic ones as well. So it's a special show. Carl, Ira, myself will be listening and talking over and riffing movie trailers for films that are released on Christmas Day. They're really shitty, god-awful films that you feel like you got ripped off going to see, but at least you got out of the family's house.
1: It's a good time to dump money-wise.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Carl, what a pleasure to have you here. Is there anything you'd like to promote? not really
1: I'm looking forward to next week's show the 23rd and I just go to Carl.Sucks and I'm consistently sucking on that site
0: oh yeah if you want a world of suck check out Carl.Sucks I just (laughs) talked to uh, the management here I'm going to be hosting a a, a New Year's Eve show in the studio uh, very nice 10 o'clock show Uh, this is open to the public we do have a performance space and if you want to come by uh, come by $10, Ten dollars, I guess. Ten p.m. on uh, New Year's Eve, and that will be broadcast live as well. So if you're home, you can listen to it. Uh, we want you to take-
1: should definitely after the New Year ticks over, you should be on stage saying, "Oh my God, this show feels like it's been going on for years." <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll say, okay, time for the second show. All right. uh, Our second show will be next year. Uh, Okay, so that's been our show, and thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. We got the numbers in. Should I just tell them what it is?
1: Um, Yeah, are we doing okay?
0: Yeah, we had uh, 26,000 downloads last month. Okay. I think so, that's a little under, right? I think it is a little under. But you know what? I didn't tally. <laughs> Somebody told me the numbers. I didn't look at them. I usually put in all the individual downloads as well. But that's all right. <laughs> we appreciate you listening. We want you to keep following us. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right? Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Thank Carl. you, audience. Thank you, audience. Bye. Bye.
9: Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with
7: Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length
1: movie
5: on YouTube with
9: Mike
5: Spiegelman.
9: It's been all
4: I ain't scurvy shit face mcrat.
10: <laughs> Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas and a relaxed community atmosphere.
11: Counteroffer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counteroffer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counteroffer is located inside Bender's Bar & Grill at 806 South Venice. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counteroffer, baby. Maybe. Everybody should listen to Muni Radio at muniradio.fm It's a great place to listen to crazy things.
7: Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area.
9: Know anything about it? Sorry, <laughs> all so, on my limited view. Yes, every Tuesday from twelve to two. Uh, oh, you can. If you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Oh yeah, and Google Play and Stitcher, iTunes. Uh, so you already said, said that. in Radio, uh, Stitcher. You said that. Spotify. Oh my God, there's just so many. And Overcast. Um, yes, you can also find us on social media. M as in Mary, L as in Larry, P as in Peter. Podcast. MOV Podcast is our handle.
8: <laughs> it's a cash conk, honey. <laughs> yeah.
4: Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons?
8: Oh, shit.
11: <laughs>
7: Radio listener, it's that time of year again. March 1st through 5th, it's time for the fourth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Over 40 comics, 25 shows, five days, all here at Mutiny Radio 2781 21st Street at Florida Street. 25 shows, five days. Amazing comics from all over the United States here in San Francisco to entertain you
6: back. How is everybody? To get a little fresh air, step outside, look up at the moon, space out for a second, realize you had to breathe again. Okay, good. Let's keep this show rolling. We having a good time? Yeah. Make some noise. Let's bring the energy back up. We're here. We forgot what we were doing for a minute, but now we're back. We're back, and the next man coming to the stage, very funny. Please make some noise for Edsel Mac.
3: How the fuck are you guys doing? How are you doing tonight? Um, I actually have a confession. and I don't think this one's going to go over too well. I actually don't think weed should be legal. I know. Fuck all of you. I know. Shock, aghast um but i mean for you guys yes you good people for my mom and dad who have chain smoke marijuana since they were 12 yes weed should be legal for my brothers all three of them who've been smoking and selling weed since middle school weed should be fucking legal but not for my ass <laughs> weed should be illegal for me um my mom does cute shit when she's high she, the other day, was on the couch and goes, <laughs> Etzel Mac, I want to ride a giant Galapagos land tortoise someday. I know. So I'm picturing this woman <laughs> on a tortoise with a fucking saddle, for some reason, I don't know why in my head, in a moo-moo, <laughs> and my brother, who is equally as intelligent in smoking with her, goes, like, oh, why the fuck would you want to do that? Why wouldn't you just get a snapping turtle? <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> he's just as smart. And they start arguing. It's like a boxing match at the Special Olympics. And um, I live with my aunt and help take care of her. She has special needs. She's amazing. Amazing. She has Down syndrome. And she's in the kitchen watching them making a hand sandwich. And she looks at them and goes, you're fucking retarded. <laughs> now... The reason I should not be smoking weed, the reason that um, weed should be illegal for me, is because I'm a monster when I'm high. Um, my brothers call me the one-hit wonder, the Millie Vanilli, the Michelle and Degliacello, because it takes one puff of weed for me to get high, and then I do the meanest, most heinous shit. Um, <laughs> this is going over really well, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> tough crowd sorry all, all these jokes about weed to a really high crowd um so the other uh when I first uh shit balls I'm high too and this is why I should not be smoking weed or in a room <laughs> of people smoking weed so um I used to teach in Napa um and it was kind of conservative town and um kind of just a little 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 bit of a bubble I don't know and um I have another confession. I am, um, I am also gay. She said, "Where's your, where's my gaze at?" That, that was me. I was in the corner, like me, right over here, <laughs> over here. And, and it doesn't have a place to come up in the classroom, obviously. Um, but it did the other, the other day, or at least I thought it did, when one of my students raised their hand, and um, I called him. I was like, "Aiden, what is it?" And He's like, "Mr. Mac, what team are you on?" Oh yeah. <laughs> I heard that, bam! I heard that gas. I went to a dark place, people. I was thinking, what fucking Jesus freak parent set this little motherfucker up for this shit? I'm gonna fucking lock the door, start donkey punching one of these little motherfuckers at a time. Fucking take two of the Spanish speaking mijos, hop in my Scion. I'll be halfway to Mexico (laughs) before the principal finds out. Use one to translate, one for collateral. And then it it hit me, Um, each grade is broken up into teams and the teams are named after different schools. They were just asking which group I was in. So I go, Aiden, what team do you think I'm on? And he goes, Mr. Mack, you're a bear. (laughs) Oh yeah, shocker. Um, For you breeders in the audience, that's what we call you. because you have this like lock and key thing you do um amongst my people I am a bear corn fed thick little hairy I'm a bear so um he thinks he guessed it cuz I'm laughing so hard and then one by one 30 of these little sixth graders jump up and like he is a bear we guessed it he is a bear Mr. Max a bear and so <laughs> because i'm an asshole <laughs> and i'm an amazing teacher teacher of the year i'm working for um i go you know what aiden i am a bear and you know what one weekend out of every summer we should just get together with other bears we should go up somewhere like to a river yeah <sighs> <The> br- <laughs> um, <laughs> um I don't think you're psychic, but you might. You might be slum. So, like, just hang around the round. These little sixth graders lost their shit. Ah, yes! I was like, oh my god! And nobody but bears allowed. The other sixth grade team, the Oregon Beavers. I said, and you know what? Not one beaver allowed. Bears only. They're wet. They're smelly, and they steal all our wood! (laughs) I had 36th graders marching in the class. No beavers allowed! No beavers allowed! Oh yeah. In my head, I'm like, oh my god, this is the funniest shit ever. And then I'm like, I'm gonna fucking lose my job. One of these little shits is gonna have a gay uncle or... Their uncle's gonna have a gay roommate or some shit. It's gonna be Christmas, they're gonna be talking about this shit. Uh, and because I am a gifted teacher, to cross curriculum, um, we spent the last 15 minutes doing measurements of each other for assless chaps.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, rough crowd. assless chaps is too soon. Um, go Bears. Ah, I know. Yeah. Little coincidence. I played rugby for Cal as well. Yeah. So um, funny story and why, again, I should not get high. When I came out to my parents, I was about 23, um, UC Berkeley playing rugby there good team really good team um and i'm with my mom and she owned a, a ceramic shop in sebastopol and i was like oh fuck i, I'm a, I gotta talk to my mom first i'm really close with my mom and close with all my family i'm like oh fuck um but i don't smoke weed and i'm the only person in the family that doesn't smoke weed and we're sitting in the car and i'm like oh shit mom i got, I got something really important to tell you and she's like ah. what is it eddie I'm like, oh, it's like, it's, it's big. Like, are you kicked out of school? <laughs> A kid? <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 mom, I'm, I'm gay. And she's like, are you fucking kidding me?
2: <laughs>
3: You're fucking kidding me. I had no clue. <laughs> the moms are always supposed to know. <laughs> and then she goes, she goes, uh, you want to celebrate? and then um (laughs) I my parents were super supportive my teammates were super supportive Uh, my coach was super supportive everybody was supportive and I was like you know what this is just too good to be true I'm really missing this gay experience (laughs) nobody's really ever talked shit to me and, like, the white male heteronormative privilege in this is 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 not lost on me. I'm like, no one's ever talked shit. No one's ever called me a faggot. And I'm like, oh, this is bullshit. I'm missing out on some good stuff. Like, my parents were so supportive. My brothers called me up right away. We're like, hey, faggot. Oh, I mean something now. Like, I, I just want you to know I love you no matter what. And I'm like, this is bullshit. Like, I'm missing out on so much. So I decided once when I was high <laughs> to tell my high school friends, you know what you should do when you get really drunk at the bar? I want you to call my parents' house up at 2 a.m. and scream, their son's a faggot. Oh yeah, it's real nice. Or, or just, you know, drive by the house. Drive by the house, 2, 3 a.m., scream out the window, Edsel Max a faggot. Oh yeah, because I'm, I'm sensitive and I'm kind. And I teach third graders. (laughs) Got a big heart. And um, I was so high that I forgot I asked them to do this. And then I'm home a couple months later, and we're sitting on the couch, and shocker, they're getting high. (laughs) And I I totally remember, and I was like, hey, you guys, (laughs) Uh, any funny phone calls lately? (laughs) Oh, this is hysterical. (laughs) And they all start giving each other, like, glances, like, oh oh shit and then i'm like Hey, you know guys any random calls around 2 a.m <laughs> and they're like oh did you tell him did you did you tell him then my family goes how did you find out and i was like what do you mean like i, I told them told my friends call talk shit and they're like we've been keeping it from you because we thought the taunting was just starting I know. Uh, thank you so much. Um, it's a short but sweet set. Um, my name is Edsel Mack, and have a great night. Keep it going for
6: Edsel. The art teacher we all wish we had. It's amazing. Huh? I would not have pegged Edsel but that didn't come out right. God damn it. That's, can't say anything anymore. I'd peg him, whatever. I've already had a kid, I could try something new. He would make me feel like a girl and I like that about him. All right, our next comedian coming to the stage has a name that sounds like the first name culturally appropriated the last name. <laughs> Give it up for Alex Papa! <laughs>
12: Jam Papa, but still sounds like appropriation. I know what you mean now. That's the first time someone's brought that up and it's horrifyingly accurate. My goodness. <laughs> uh, how we doing? Holy shit. I can't believe that weed is this legal here. It's like this legal. Like I'm from Boston and it's like pretty legal there, but it's wicked legal here. This is crazy. My whole life I'm like legalize marijuana and then they do it. And I'm like, oh my God, they did it. Oh my goodness. This is so nice. Uh, So yeah, hi there. I'm from Boston. I uh, used to sell weed. And um, what used to happen in the past when I used to sell weed is that, so I was selling it right when they decriminalized it in Boston, which meant that a lot of people were buying weed for the first time, which also meant that a lot of people were very bad at buying weed. Like this dude used to call me and he thought he still had to talk to me in code. So he'd call me up and he'd be like, Hey, so I was wondering if you had any baseball cards to trade. Like, this dude was so dumb, he definitely winked on the phone. (laughs) Another thing that people didn't realize is that weed is, like, really strong now. Like, you don't need very much of it to get high if you never smoke weed. So they'd smoke a little bit and they'd get too high. And then they'd call me and they'd be like, Was this laced? And it's like, Dude, I didn't give you a bonus for free. Like, if you want, like, cocaine on your marijuana, you have to call me and be like, hey, so I was wondering if you had any baseball cards to trade. <laughs> That's the code you have to use. That's the thing with weed is there's no uh, breathalyzer for it. So, like, if you're too high, you have to make that call yourself. I call that hitting the ceiling. because <laughs> <laughs> you're too high. You got it. I had my ceiling moment last week. I was walking down the street, and I forgot which arm you're supposed to swing when you're walking. I was like, oh, is it the same? Or is it the opposite arm? And then I tried to play it cool, but when you're super high, you can never play it cool. So I was just walking down the streets of Boston like... (laughs) Just being an average guy. (laughs) I just started getting medical marijuana too. And uh yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. I'm a hero. Uh it's crazy because uh medical marijuana, like I had always smoked weed for fun, so it's hard for me to take it seriously as medicine, but they take it super seriously there. Like I go in, and I'm talking to the dude and he's like, Uh, oh, what seems to be bothering you? And I was like, I have back pain and he was like, Is it chronic? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Like, they take every single aspect of it super seriously, except one thing. They never change any of the ridiculous names of the weed. So, like, you go in there and you sit down with a doctor, and he's like, All right, Alex, what we're going to do for you here is give you something that's high in CBD. That's also going to release any sort of neural tension you're feeling. So, we're going to go ahead and prescribe you the Skunk Bottom Diesel. Skunk Bottom Diesel for you. It's like if your doctor gave you antidepressants and it was like, And here are your no more boo boo yum yums. i just think it's weird that drugs are medicine until you do enough of them for them to be fun and then they're drugs <laughs> that's like the whole thing like you guys ever had a cold all right that's about as much of a as an applause break you're gonna get at a weed show it's like a light like ha <laughs> ha agreed uh yeah, like you, ever, you guys ever get a cold and, and you take Robitussin? But have you done Robitussin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't recommend it, but if you drink a bottle of Robitussin, it makes you trip. It's called robo-tripping. And when I was 18 years old, I drank a whole bottle of Robitussin and I fell asleep immediately and then woke up in a trip for my first day of school at UMass Lowell. Right, and you guys aren't familiar with Lowell, of course, but this is a very, very bad area of Boston. I asked for a... What was the California equivalent you gave me? Uh, Tenderloin? So yeah, I'm... Tenderline? Tenderloin? Tenderloin? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds shitty. Yeah, so I'm basically like at UC Tenderloin, right? And so... And like I'm walking a class. It's like a bad area. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm tripping balls. So I'm walking to class, and I get into class, and I sit down, and the professor starts talking to me, and I remember it just sounded like, and I was like, oh, man. (laughs) And then I tried to say, excuse me back, but my friend said I just went, but it was in a bad enough area that he was just like, ah, we lost another one, and moved on. (laughs) I I have a friend transgender, you're female to male. And he was talking to me about getting a penis. And he was like, yeah, I don't know if I want to get a penis. And immediately I reacted like he was a tourist. I was like, you got to get the penis. You got to get the penis. It's a vital part of the experience, maybe the best part. (laughs) And he was like, no, it's not that. It's just that, so I guess when they give you a new penis, they have to take skin from another part of your body. And he was like, I just don't know if I would want like a big scar going down my arm. And I was like, well, I mean, like, you'd probably rather have a big scar than a little scar. You know what I mean? Like, is the, is the arm scar going to be the new big feet? It's like, you know what they say about a guy with a big arm scar? He's got a big dick. And it's brand new. I think it's weird now that on Facebook, uh, they give you a like button, and they give you a mad button, and they give you a sad button, but there's still no doesn't give a shit button. Because I would use that a lot more. Like, I don't want to ignore the post. I want them to know I don't give a shit about it. You know what I mean? From people who, like, just accepted a big job offer. Alex Jam doesn't give a shit. It'd be nice. How about this one? I'm pregnant. Here's a picture of my ultrasound. Gross. Alex Jampapa doesn't give a shit. Like here's a picture of me in my new bikini. Alex Jampapa likes this. you got to pick your battles. That's important <laughs> in life. The craziest thing I've seen on Facebook now is, uh, or Facebook related, I guess. Actually, you guys are probably hyper aware of this. Have you heard that uh, Mark Zuckerberg is going to try to run in 2020? Like for president? Yeah, no, I swear to God I heard that. And I'll tell you this, man, if he gets the nomination, that dude will win the election. Because Mark Zuckerberg has access to everything that we have ever posted on Facebook. Which means that Mark Zuckerberg has blackmail on everyone. Because what are you going to do? You're going to go on Facebook and you're going to post your political opinion. Because these days, that's the only way most of us could come. And you're going to be like, I'm not voting for Zuckerberg. And then you're going to get a message from Zuckerberg. A Facebook memory coming back to haunt you. It's going to be like, on this day, eight years ago, you looked at your hot cousin's profile 87 times. And you're going to be like, this is an invasion of my privacy. And Facebook's going to be like, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't give a shit. The callback only works if the first joke worked and it didn't. (laughs) you know what I mean I should have just cut it here comes the big closer Uh, (laughs) um, so I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, this app I love it now and I've been using it for years Venmo uh, if you don't know Venmo, this is an app that you used to pay people. Uh, but when you pay people, you have to give a reason. So if it's something illegal, you have to lie. <laughs> I'm just hoping like they never go back through the Venmo transactions and call people out because I never covered my tracks very well, especially in college when I was really wiling out. Because it's going to be like, all right, Alex, so we're just looking back at a few things here. And it says right here that on April 23rd of 2014 at 3 a.m., you spent $80 on pizza? Yeah, it was a late night. I was really hungry. Okay, uh, but then it says here that at 4am one hour later you spent $80 on pizza? <laughs> Bit of a pizza head, I guess. <laughs> okay, but then it says here that at 5am you spent $80 on Pizza? parentheses, LOL, cocaine. (laughs) By the way, I was wondering if you had any baseball cards to trade. Yeah, because the first one worked, so then I could use the callback this time. We're so ignorant in Boston, man, for years, I thought white privilege just meant cocaine. (laughs) People would be like, you have white privilege, and I'd be like, I know, I feel so confident. It's like I could do anything. Uh, Thanks a lot, guys. That's all for me.
6: Keep it going for Alex, all the way from Boston. We made it. Are you ready for your last comic of the evening? Are you ready to lose your fucking minds? Whoa, well, we're all so fucking high. All right. Please make it loud for Andy Bagara.
5: Got it. It's r a I I cannot believe I caught
6: that.
5: I might have turned it off. To, to, is it work? All right. There we go. It's working. I can't believe I caught that. I'm going to be thinking about that for the next 10 minutes. There's no way. There's no way I can think about a set when the, that's like the most athletic thing I've done. Literally 16 years old was the last time I had the hand-eye to just nab something. And I've been smoking non-stop for like an hour and a half. It's been crazy. What's going on, Levi? What's up? Uh, saying hi to friends on stage. Wow, we're really stoned. And I can I say this? The fact that you're all still here shows a level of politeness. That is really something special, especially the comics. We all know how polite we are to still be here watching each other. And so I just want to say thank you to that before I even start. And thanks to Pam for putting this together, for having us and everything. Um, I, uh, this is one of those cities where like, we are talking about pot tonight, obviously weed-themed show, where uh, sometimes uh, I get a little upset that I'm liberal. When I'm in San Francisco, it definitely happens. I can't even go to Portland because I think I'll become an independent. I, you know, I like, <laughs> afraid just from what the Portland comics have said. And I have friends that did uh, comedy Portland for a long time, and I know that it would push me further somewhere. I don't even know which direction. Probably south. I don't even know which way I would go there. But, uh, like, I just, you know. It's like just politically, I don't have any real convictions. It's, it's tough for me it, because I haven't had a lot of adversity. You know what I mean? I'm willing to admit that. You know what I mean? Because every political argument I've ever had entered me going, I don't know. Maybe you're right. i don't fucking. Know. <laughs> I don't know. You could be right. Maybe you're right. I'm not sure. I don't. I'm not going to Wikipedia this, but you know, let's quit talking about it. But I, I don't know, I, 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 like, like seriously, like, I, well, last time I was here, a friend of mine lives over the Sunset something, I don't know, Outer Sunset, Inner Sunset, something like that, and uh, there was a dude, as we are walking to her place, just taking a shit uh, on the wall, just, like, leaning, you know, I don't want to hurt anybody's art here, but just leaning on the wall, just <clears throat> taking a shit, and I was totally grossed out, and she was like, oh, that happens, you know, it's our neighborhood, meaning it was his neighborhood, too, and I get that to a degree, like, he's allowed to be there, but, dude go behind a dumpster. Like, why do we gotta be so nice here? Can, they, can we draw some sort of line? Can we at least say, look, alright, I know you're homeless, I know that you don't have an LA Fitness membership, so you gotta shit somewhere, I get it. But come on, not against the wall as people are going in the building and everyone's just cool, everyone just waves, like, that's just Willie, that's where he shits. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? In the East Coast, somebody would at least be like, hey, you know what, go behind a dumpster, dude, please. <laughs> can you go somewhere rehose hose anyway? For Christ's sake. I don't hate, I don't hate you, and I don't want you to leave or be arrested, but just fucking not in front of the kids, (laughs) just diarrhea, and it's always diarrhea, because obviously they don't eat well, so you know what I mean, it's not like, somebody had mentioned solid stools before, you never see those, I'm just saying, when I'm in downtown LA and I step in something, I don't just assume it's from a dog, you know what I mean, I just, I just throw away those.